<sighs> is there peace in the land? Hello, fans of For Quality Assurance. It's Mike here, just getting set up here to tell you all about our next suite of episodes. You may have been wondering, Mike, why have you skipped a week uh, from your show? This is For Quality Assurance, FQA, a small podcast about small pets. You may say, Mike, we missed you for a week. What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, you've known that we're doing a suite of episodes, a lot of episodes we're going to do on this. I love this subject. I think it's a great place to dig in. We're doing, uh, well, first we've been shooting a documentary that I'll, uh, you'll find out about soon. But um, we are doing a suite of episodes uh, all about alternate pets and dealing with alternate pets and the myths and rumors and the dumb questions people ask you about your alternate pets. So we did a whole suite on the turtles, if you haven't heard that one, and we did one about me buying a ferret, and if you hear someone flip-flopping around in the background, that is one of my red-eared sliders, uh, George. Now, uh, one of the big things that I've been busy with is I'm moving, and I talked about in that episode that uh, my turtles have had this aggression towards each other that I can't seem to solve. Uh, so this week was a, a big move to adjust things, to set up things, to see if we could finally get them in a tank that it, it is a big enough tank. just want to say that that's a big problem with people and aggressive turtles. Unfortunately, there just seems to be this aggression between the two, and, and it was uh, very, very, uh, as we say in technical terms, very bad. <laughs> instant aggression on, on both ends. It was, there was no one aggressor, no one was being a bad boy, they had to be, or a bad girl, I know you're over there. Uh, they were both being ridiculous from the start, and so a lot of effort to try and sort of consolidate uh, space and to make things look nice, but that's the life of pets. It doesn't always work the way you want. We all imagine, before we can get into to the, to today's history, so um, just as a teaser, today's episode will be about, and the next few episodes will be about rats as pets, but I have to push this. We all want, as pet owners, um, and this is the advice I've had to confront very much this week, we all want, as pet owners, to that there's this ideal that it'll look nice, that it will be classy, that we will be the pristine English gentleman walking down the street with our brown-eared beagle as it, as, it, as it heals on the Victorian sidewalk against my tweed suit to let uh, a carriage go by, and then it waits for my go and walks perfectly in pace with me as I go across the street. When in reality, no one ever has pets like that. It's always plastic bags everywhere. It's always bungee cords. It's always tying stuff up. It's always taping doors shut so things don't get in here. It's not always a beagle. It's some crazy reptile which has decided that in his new setup, he's going to try and get himself stuck behind this one dock. You're a nut job. Look at you go. He's loving it. It's the time of his life trying to get stuck behind there. He's not stuck. It's not like I'm being here being cruel. He is able to escape. He's having a very fun time getting stuck behind something. This is, and, and, and I have two tanks set up. It's, it's crazy. There's wiring above one of the tanks to try and fix this. This is what pets are. <laughs> this is, it is not this uh, idyllic thing. And so I think in hearing these episodes, maybe if you're a small pets person, Share these few episodes, share the sweep of episodes with a friend and say like, listen, this is the real world of pets. You'll relate more to these small pets when you hear about how strange they are. Here's how this episode came about. I decided I was doing the episodes about uh, common questions for uncommon pets. Uh, we were calling them many different things, but uh, we did an episode about the ferrets, we did an episode about the turtles, and then I put out a survey. I said, those are the only pets I have. They're uncommon. I know the common questions that I get. So, 
what should I do next? And here was in the Twitter survey I did. I said snakes, uh, birds, and rats. Overwhelmingly, the answer that people gave as, as to what I should do for the next episode was rats. It won by a landslide. A lot of rat lovers on the internet that were saying, everybody misunderstands rats. Nobody gets rats. Everybody gives me side glances of rats. And as I revealed in the ferret episode, the reason I put rats on that list was rats were a big possibility for a pet I can get. They're hypoallergenic. They're very intelligent. They're very cute looking. They like cuddling. Um, so let's get into it. Um, this episode, we... Um, is not just an introduction to the episode itself, but will sort of be an introduction to the creature itself, rat. What does it mean? A, it's a rodent. Let's just get that right off the bat. Um, there are uh, many different types of rats, though, and we'll get into that as well. Um, and they've been a pet for quite some time. We're, I'm going to read you a little section here from, from uh, Pets in America to give you an idea of, the, of where they sort of came from. Uh, Pets in America, of course, by uh, Catherine C. Greer. Um, the entry here is, uh, I'm just going to read it directly, according to a treatise, um, according to a, 19, a 1787 treatise on mouse breeding, uh, found in the Tokyo Imperial Library, a Chinese Buddhist priest carried a pair of tame white mice with black key eyes. Mice, not rats. Um, the descendants of this pair were, uh, to, were thought to bring good fortune to the priest's followers and may have triggered a fancy for breeding mice. Um, so that's sort of an early thing of rodents being kept as pets, but this is this, this was a so that's a very very early thing, um, 1654, which is the first time rodents are kept as pets. Rodents in these animals like to be in holes and burrows, so they like to 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 to, to cuddle in that way. But those are mice, uh, not not necessarily rats, uh, and. and uh, Mice have a little bit of an easier reputation. They're smaller. I think they're sort of uh, inane. But, and of course, if you can look at my, my, uh, my documentary on hamsters, Hamsters of Histories, you can hear all about rodents. But that just goes to show you that, that rats, rats have been around quite a long time. Um, moving away from, from uh, what's his name? What's the name of this, this book? Uh, Pets in America. Um, which she mentions how people would keep rats in, in, in sort of an informal way. They're part of this history of, of, of pigeons and, and things like that, commonly found pets. Um, we move to uh, one of the more ridiculous, most ridiculous, uh, you know what, I'm willing to be extreme in this sense, most ridiculous thing ever, uh, rat, rat uh, baiting, which is, um, so in America, we, we don't really know this as a term, but in, in the UK, they know this term. You know, you say blank baiting. And blank baiting uh, is this sport, a hunting sport, where you kind of capture an animal either through clever trapping means, as, as it is sometimes necessary to do this in order to eradicate a, a, a species. Um, but most of the time, what it devolves into is through trapping and baiting, you, you, you corner uh, a certain species and you bludgeon it to death. Sometimes they shoot it, but mostly it is this idea of catching an animal that would probably win in most scenarios in order to have a blood sport over it. It's horrible. So in other countries, badger baiting, bear baiting, rat baiting, that term makes more sense if you're in the UK. But in America, we don't really use this word. However, it did happen a lot in America with a game called rat baiting. Actually, if you watch Gangs in New York, there's a scene with rat baiting. Um, the game is pretty horrible. I'm going to read from a website which, again, if you've listened to the show, Michael has a big penchant for uh, 
<laughs> just simple HTML websites. So you gotta love victoriumweb.org. You have to. You have to love it. It's really great. Um, I'm gonna read. They're talking about Britain, uh, but the British pub scene. This is a quote from them. The British pub scene uh, is a social arena like no other, a place of both conflict and comfort, rivalry and camaraderie. Now this is talking about the. Uh, uh, Victorian era, but oh my, I believe it even relates to us today. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> um, skipping forward, today, pool, darts, and um, are the most common popular bar sports. But back in the 18th and 19th centuries, it was games like Skittles, an early version of 10-pin bowling, Cribbage, a popular card game. Not the same in this country, Cribbage, as it is in other countries. Uh, commonly, Baseball Cribbage. This is not from them. Baseball Cribbage is really popular in America, in which it's the same game of Cribbage for our UK friends. Um, but uh, uh, it, you play on a baseball field. So if you know, Cribbage is a, is a game that involves cards and a little board, one of the early board games. You sort of play a card game, and then there are consequences to the board itself. Um, in America, we make ones that are like on baseball diamonds, so it's a sl slightly different game. still about moving around a board, uh, but it is, it is pretty popular. I don't know how old it is. Not a, not a board game podcast. Okay. If you wanted to get an idea what it was like, Skittles Allies survives in the basement of a Freemason's arm near Hampstead Heath, uh, but of course patrons are no, are no longer permitted to pay for money. Now, gambling became illegal in Britain in, in uh, 1963, according to this website, but people still did it. Um, one of the things they would do is rap baiting, where, and I'm just summarizing now, uh, the rats would be cornered, uh, probably caught from local areas, you know, pub, pubs and bars have a really hard time with rats, um, especially back then, in which uh, plumbing was a little different, you know, when every time, you, anytime you see an increase in plumbing, you see a decrease in vermin activity, and they would probably, they would catch them, I don't know if that's true about this being a direct, they might even have imported them, I had a hard time finding where they would get the rats, but uh, I'm just assuming naturally. But uh, and I do know that you know rats and vermins back then were harder to do. A dog was placed in the arena, and people would take bets on uh, who would win, dog or the rats. The rats, I guess, do win, and, and yada yada yada. Um, and you can see it in gangs in New York as well. Um, we're gonna get into rat fancying on the next episode because we're gonna do this whole string of it. Um, but I can tell you just from history-wise what we're getting into, um, hamsters, if you've seen my movie, come very late in the game. So don't expect them to come up in any of these episodes. They come very late in the game. Watch my movie, Hamsters of History, on Amazon. Um, but I can say that loving rats was uh, a very common thing. If you watch the movie, you know that Teddy Roosevelt was a rat fancier. And uh, rat fancying has been around hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, even So if you don't know what fancying is, uh, again, I have to keep going back to British terms. That's how old... This, this, this hobby is, um, fancying is, is not just the British modern uh, verb to fancy something, to like it, uh, or find it affectionate, or even have love towards it. Um, it is that, but uh, a fancier's club, if you've ever read Cat Fancy Magazine, is about sort of the pristineness of the animal. It's about uh, loving the animal, but also it's this respect for how it looks, for, for treating it like it's a sort of exotic gem, analyzing the coat of the, the way the fur uh, coat goes, the, the gathering of hair, the thickness of the hair, the structure of the head. It's a very uh, in-depth analysis, usually, of it. So that's it for today on rats. Uh, your common questions as to when they came up. Hundreds of years. Rats before, rats, rats, rats before hamsters is, is I think, the, the, the tagline here. Rats before... 
rats before birds, to be honest. Rats before reptiles, if we're really being real here. Um, but you would accept that as a pet. Reptiles, vicious, bloodthirsty killers. No, not really. We're going to do an episode on... We're going to do a bunch of episodes on snakes after this. Okay, see you next week, all right?